Hello again. Thanks for checking into localjobnetwork.com radio. I'm Tim Muma, and this is Moving Up the Ladder, where we bring you experts in the world of employment to utilize their knowledge and experience to help you improve the outlook of your own career. Now, one area where individuals can look to advance their career or just find a greater opportunity might be by switching their career altogether. Of course, it can be a challenging venture, and our guest today will talk about some of those mistakes that are often made in the process. On the phone today, we have Allison Alyssa Cardi, a career coach who has seen plenty of people needing some direction in their careers. Allison, thanks for coming on the show today. Thanks for having me. Uh, before we jump into the uh, whole subject itself, we always like to give our listeners an idea of where our guests are coming from. So if you could fill us in a little bit on your background and professional experience. Sure. I'm a career direction coach. And what that means is I help people who are feeling really stuck about what they should be doing with their career. I help them to figure out what would be a better fit and to start moving their career in a direction that they like. All right. Well, obviously you have uh, some experience with what we're talking about here. And uh, one thing I wanted to ask right off the bat was uh, from your experience, people you've talked with and met up with, what are some of the typical reasons that someone would actually switch their career altogether? Sure. That's a great question. I, I think what's interesting about career is there are so many different elements that go into it. There's, um, you know, your compensation, the people that you're working with, the actual work that you're doing. And then even just environmental factors like your commute or hmm. um, how your office is set up, whether you have a window or not. <laughs> so I think um, any number of those variables can be a reason why somebody is looking to switch their job. Sure. Now, have you noticed at all with the people you've dealt with, is there seem to be any sort of common age grouping that you know, they come in and they feel like it, they need a change, something needs to be switched, or does it really sort of run the gamut of, of ages? Uh, that's interesting. It it kind of runs the gamut. One thing that I've noticed, uh, I've noticed a couple trends. One is I don't see a whole lot of immediate graduates, so people who are just out of college and right. looking for their first jobs. I think they are still um, kind of trying things out and figuring stuff out on their own. So I normally see people a couple years in after sure. they've been in the workforce for a bit and they're kind of like, oh crap, I don't really like this. I don't know <laughs> what to do next. Or I've seen people who are much further along in their careers. Um, they may have been promoted out of the work that they really enjoy. Hmm. And so they're, um, maybe they liked the actual work that they initially started out with, but then through promotions, they got to more and more managerial levels that removed them from the actual work that they liked. Sure. Or they're just kind of wondering what they're going to do with the next half of their life and trying to find something that's a little bit more personally fulfilling for them. Well, let's jump into some of the, the mistakes that people might make uh, when they are looking to make a switch like this and uh, sort of change their whole direction in, in some cases. What would you say is the most common mistake people make when they are looking to change up their career? Yes, there's one that stands far okay. and above all the rest, and that is the um, issue of keeping your desire for career change all in your head. And what I mean by this is, you know, you're sitting at work and something's not quite right. You're you're kind of dissatisfied and you start thinking, hmm, I wonder what would be a better fit for me. So you might kind of come up with an idea and start daydreaming instead <laughs> of working and kind of think it through a little bit. And I, I think that there's kind of like an arc where you, you start getting really excited and like, oh, this could be so great. And then uh, when you get home that night, 
you might go onto the internet and start Googling some stuff about the job. And then slowly that arc like starts to fall down and your enthusiasm just dwindles because you might see, oh, the pay isn't Mm -hmm. what I thought it would be or um, the requirements I don't really match up with. You start thinking, ah, there's no way I could do this. So this is a phenomenon that I've started calling early dismissal. It's when your entire uh, idea of your next move for your career just stays in your head and you kind of have an idea and then you shoot it down yourself without ever getting kind of further along than just a Google search. So um, what can be really helpful for people who are struggling with this is to instead of just thinking about it, because our minds are kind of limited. We only know what we know. Hmm. What can really be helpful for people is to start actually taking your idea out into the world a little bit and start talking to people and um, getting a better sense kind of from somebody else's perspective who's actually in that field. Sure. Is this something that you think, I mean, you said it's common. Is it just a matter of people unsure what the next step would be? Are they just maybe a little fearful of moving forward? I mean, what would you attribute some of this to? Yeah, it's it's a lot of a lot of different things. I think fear plays a big part into it. I think there's also you know, a hesitancy. <laughs> there's kind of like there's the uh, the job that you have and you know and you may not like very much, but at least it's familiar right. versus venturing out into the unknown, into something new that may be uh, challenging to you or kind of put you in the spot of being a beginner again. So there's a lot of hesitancy (laughs) to make a change for anybody. And I think particularly when you kind of come to the conclusion that your particular field isn't a good fit and you want to make a move to a new field, I think that's a really intimidating switch to make for people. Yeah, sure. No, definitely. I know people have been down that road. I've I've uh, had a career change uh, back and forth a little bit myself. So I, I get that and I understand that. And I guess in a similar vein, the idea of uh, sort of a negative outlook might creep in in terms of, uh, again, you know, maybe maybe they do start moving into this uh, different industry or they think that a different field will work for them. And you start to have those negative thoughts creep in. And uh, I guess what, what kind of impact does that have? How, how often does that occur where it's, it's really um, negatively impacting people uh, just really in their own mind that they can't do it and, and maybe some sort of lack of confidence? So what's sort of your overall take on that? Yeah, I think that happens a lot. And I think kind of the signature sign of whether or not that's happening is if you notice yourself feeling really stuck and you're not taking any action to kind of move forward with your career change. There are a number of different kind of thoughts that people might have about their capability or, you know, the possibilities for success in a particular field. And they can, those thoughts can have a huge impact because, you know, if you're having the thought, no one will ever hire me to do X, then you're probably going to feel pretty unmotivated. Sure. You know, why bother <laughs> doing anything? You're not even going to get hired. So when you're feeling unmotivated or unconfident, then the actions that you're going to take are probably going to be none at all. So you can see just from that one thought, you've kind of created a self-fulfilling prophecy of, you know, nobody has hired you for that <laughs> job because you never even tried to go and get it. So what I often recommend for people is if you notice that you're getting really stuck, and like I said, the symptom is you're not taking any action at all, 
just take a piece of paper and start writing down some of kind of the thoughts that are running through your head. And I'm sure as you look at the paper, you'll be like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) these are pretty negative. And what can be helpful is just to to take one of them that kind of feels the most stressful Uh or kind of gets you the most um, and write it out again and try to look at how it's impacting you, you know, how that thought makes you feel, how you'll likely act, the results you're getting with that thought, and then try to find a thought that moves you to a better place. So it's kind of like if no one will ever hire me is like a super negative thought. It's not necessarily saying you need to switch your thought to, I will get hired tomorrow, you know, (laughs) that's kind of like too big of a leap. But maybe just a thought that you actually believe that moves you kind of more to a neutral feeling or even a little bit of a positive feeling, like I'm a capable individual who's gotten jobs before, something like that. And then uh, it can, just that little shift can maybe give you a bit more uh, confidence and hope, and then you can start moving again. And that's really what's important in the job search is to take action and uh, get moving. So, I mean, that's that's the big sign then is, I mean, because as you said, everybody's going to have those negative thoughts creep in. Some people are even motivated by them in some way, but it's when it actually prevents you from doing something. That's when you see it as, as being the uh, problem in that case. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Now, something you, you mentioned, and I think obviously this all ties in together, um, but the idea of, you know, somebody gets something in their head that they want to possibly explore and, and they briefly look into it and then they just sort of, you know, it goes by the wayside. But it's this idea of, a long-term goal versus short-term goal, and it's something I had seen you write about. I guess explain a little bit how that affects people and why that becomes a common mistake in terms of setting up goals um, when you're looking at possibly switching a career. Sure. So when people are, are thinking about a career change, they may come up with kind of a big dream or idea for a switch. And, you know, it's exciting, and they're looking forward to making that change. But at the same time, they might be in a situation that's untenable, like they just can't stand it anymore. So making the jump to the big dream might be too far, like too big of a leap for them. So in that case, you know, sometimes I see people when they have that, they're like, oh, that leap is too far, so screw it. You know, I'm just not going to do that at all. That's actually a mistake. What you can do instead is to think about, well, what are kind of some bridge steps that I can take. So maybe if I really don't like my current job and I just need to get out of it, you might try to find another job that's kind of similar, but um, hopefully improves your situation that you're already kind of qualified for. Right. That's your short-term goal, just to to end the pain (laughs) of that first, you know, that original job. And then from that place, then you'll be more able to build toward the long-term goal. Sometimes a career change will take some investment of time or effort, like going back to school or, you know, building up some relevant experience. And that doesn't happen overnight. So if you, if you need to get out of a bad situation, you know, first look to the short-term goal of getting out of that and then start building toward your long-term goal of making the career switch. Well, and that was the question I was going to bring up as well, is how often do you see where somebody comes in and they just seem so fed up and they want to switch careers? They want to change fields. They just think it's not a good fit. But in reality, maybe it's just that company specifically. I mean, do you think that happens where people sort of confuse not just their goals as you're talking about, but confuse what the real issue is? Yes, <laughs> I actually see that a lot. <laughs> okay. Um, so, so I help people with the big career changes, but a lot of times when I'm talking to people and kind of getting to know them before we begin our formal work, and I'm asking kind of questions, 
it becomes apparent to me that that's really not what they need. I'll give a quick example. I had a client who worked as a consultant, and she thought that consulting was probably just not a good fit and that she needed to find a new field. But as we started talking more about it, uh, I noticed that her language around her work was quite different than my, my typical client. She was saying things like, I love this, and I'm so engaged <laughs> by that. <laughs> and uh, my typical client is like, I hate this, and I right. never want to do it again. Um, so, you know, as we talked more, it became apparent that it wasn't actually the consulting work that was the issue. It was really the company culture. Um, this client was just this hyper-creative, um, forward thinker kind of person. And in the environment at her company, it was more of a stay between the lines, follow the protocol kind of thing. So there was right. just a real clash. Um, she didn't feel acknowledged for what uh, wonderful things she brought to the table. And the company wasn't really asking her for the things that <laughs> she was giving. So what wound up happening was once she could identify the issue, then she realized the next step for her was just to look for a firm that kind of was in more alignment with her values of uh, creativity and, and trying new things and being a little riskier. So um, she actually did wind up finding such a company and landing a job there, which was great. So yes, I see that a lot. <laughs> that, um, you know, as I mentioned earlier, there's so much that goes into career, so many different variables. So right. it can be easy to get kind of turned around. Um, as I tell this story about this woman, it might sound very apparent, but when the story is about you, it's kind of easy to get mixed up and, and kind of uncertain about which part needs to be tweaked. Right, right. Yeah, as you mentioned, that, that perspective is, is very important in finding all that out and figuring it out for yourself. And um, that's where someone like you comes into play. And even I'm sure bouncing it off of a, a friend or a colleague could, could work out too. Um, you know, I also we appreciate the, the information you've given us and, and the, the advice that comes along with trying to avoid these common mistakes that occur. And as we look to wrap up sort of the idea of this topic, I just want to give you the floor. And if somebody is looking to I mean, they're thinking about it. They're thinking about maybe a career change is right for me. Uh, what would you suggest to them are the first couple steps to, um, you know, starting that process or, or at least, as you've mentioned here, getting the right perspective on, on what you want? Sure. So I kind of have a, a three-step process. Okay. The first thing is to do a little bit of introspection, you know, take the time to maybe do some assessments or ask, you know, ask yourself some questions about what you like. You could look at your prior job history and consider which elements of jobs were good and which didn't work so well. So do a little bit of introspection. And I do say little bit because sometimes people can get too stuck in that space. Right. So you want to do a bit, you want to get in, get some information, and then you want to get out of there. Uh, the next step is to test out your idea. So hopefully from your introspection, you made kind of a hypothesis. Well, I think the next thing that I would like to do would be in a more creative environment or maybe would be closer to my house or whatever it is. Right. So from your hypothesis, you want to kind of test that out. So maybe that's talking to people who are in a field you're considering. Um, you might do consider some volunteer work that gives you kind of a, a real-world experience of a particular path, or even freelance work, just anything that kind of gets you out of from behind your computer sure. and into the world, kind of trying out your idea. So that's the second thing. And then the third step is just to be very conscious of your mindset. So that's kind of what we talked about earlier, which is to notice if you, if you just stall out and get stuck, 
pay attention to your thoughts. Um, as you kind of mentioned, this piece in particular is where a coach can be helpful because we can look over your shoulder and, and right. pick out the issue and pull it out where it might be kind of your blind spot. Blind spot. So that's sort of the process that I would advise for uh, figuring out a career change. And I will mention on my website, I have more detailed information in a little um, ebook called The Career Unstuckinator. And you can find that at www.allisonalyssa.com. All right. Well, thank you very much for that. And with that piece of advice, we'll wrap things up here on Moving Up the Ladder. We've been speaking again with Allison Alyssa Cardi, a career coach who once again, you can find at allisonalyssa.com. If perhaps you're looking into changing careers, and she also has some other pieces of information up there for you. Allison, thanks again for your insight today. We do appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Of course, we also want to hear from you, the listeners, as well. If you have any thoughts on future topics for us to cover here on LJN Radio, just send us an email to ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. Wishing you success in all your endeavors. I'm Tim Muma. We'll talk to you later.